Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. Some years ago I was doing healing prayer with Cindy McFadden and we were talking about lies that we believe, maybe generational lies. And all of a sudden she said, oh, you believe that what happened before will happen again. And I immediately started to wail. It was such a deeply held belief. I could see it in my family line. Uh, whether that's because of my grandpa having to flee Nazi Germany because he was a German Jew, but that sense of like, they came for you before they could come for you again. Um, whether that's true or not, you know, we all recognize that it could happen, but to live from a place of concern about that is probably not the most healthy thing. And so for me, I, I wept over that idea and how I was kind of like, I actually thought that was a truism. Like, of course, what happened before will happen again. But no, we want to actually break that off. And it fascinated me. At one point, I was at a business conference and one of the speakers recommended the book, The Happiness Advantage, which is not something that I would normally listen to. I mean, it sounds super froofy. And I listened to it and I thought it was actually really interesting where Instead of it being like, here's the power of positive thinking, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that necessarily, but I I don't personally really like all those like, just beat yourself into a happy mood kind of books. Um, This one was more from a behavioral psychologist standpoint, like what studies have different scientists done in order to talk about how we think and how that affects how we act and behave. So Uh, he basically explained it like taking, instead of taking studies from people who were depressed and trying to figure out how they think to say, are there people who are actually above average in happiness? And can we study how they think? (laughs) Sort of like if you follow nutrition at all, Weston Price went around, he was a dentist in the 1930s. And so he went and found several dozen different cultures that had not yet introduced white flour and other Western products, the foods of Western commerce. And he looked at how healthy they were based on their their cavities and their bone structures of their mouths. And so he made notes on what they all ate, their diets, and then tried to draw some commonalities between these different people groups and they were as varied as the Inuit people up in the Arctic Circle and Polynesian Islanders and then people on um, is it the Hebrides Um, uh, the islands off the coast of Great Britain um, Alpine villages in the Swiss Alps I mean just a whole range of different cultures and peoples and possible food choices and they did have commonalities and that and they all managed to live without dental caries then um, without cavities and I just thought that was marvelous that instead of studying you know what are the what vitamins are these people lacking instead he did the opposite and he went and he found people who were already healthy and studied what they were doing so okay that's kind of a side note but similar in the sense of Instead of studying the things that are broken, go and study the things that are are whole and or more whole and then see what kinds of interpretations you can draw from that or what help you might be able to find. 
And so one of the things that he talked about is that when we get burned in a particular way, that we easily can approach life from that place of this happened before. I'm sure it's going to happen again. You know, I lost my money in 2008 in the financial downturn. Now I need to be extremely conservative going forward. So that's, uh, I was like, oh, it's kind of like the issue that I was dealing with in healing prayer. And so, yeah, Lord, I just am going to ask that you would give us the ability to always come back to center and that our center would be in you, that we wouldn't listen to any kind of a lie of, oh, for sure, this bad thing happened, therefore it's going to happen again. And yet, Lord, if our family is in a place where we have been for generations living with the same kind of fear or trauma or a similar situation that we could say, no, I am going to say no to that particular narrative. Lord, I think about how one of my friends uh, had a a grandfather-in-law who was a high up Mason who we know had cursed his children if they ever followed God and how uh, the, the son who followed God had a child die in childbirth and then, or like shortly thereafter. And then the grandson who followed God had a child die in childbirth. And so Lord, we know that that's a pattern that we want to say no to that at the great grandchild generation, that that pattern would completely be broken off in the name of Jesus. And so, Lord, we can see that there are these situations where it isn't actually a lie. But, Lord, we recognize that you can come and intervene and give the right perspective. And so, Lord, we're asking that you would We are asking that we would have your eyes to be able to see, that we would have your heart to be able to to love and to be um, open-hearted towards the things in this world that are of you. Thank you, Jesus. We want more of you in our lives. Thank you, Lord. Amen.